0: Section 17 of The Sainted Queens This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Sainted Queens by Unknown Saint Bathildis, Queen of the Franks, Chapter 1 Two Provinces of the Franks, Reign of Dagobert I, The office of mayor of the palace. Bathildis, an English slave, is married to Clovis II. He dies. We are not concerned to follow the fortunes of the Merovingian race of kings step by step as it reached its highest point of glory and thence began to decline. But as the commencement of its history is associated with a holy queen, so the beginning of its decline also introduces the reader to another saint bathildis the wife of clovis the second in order fully to understand the particulars of her life it will be necessary to observe a few of the more striking changes which had been brought about in the conditions of the franks as a nation during the century immediately succeeding the death of saint clotildis the four little provinces For in the modern sense it would be almost absurd to call them kingdoms of which the respective centers were orleans paris soissons and metz were fused into two under the names of austrasia and neustria austrasia or german france embraced the northeastern part of ancient gaul of which the franks had first made themselves masters together with all the district of country stretching eastward to the confines of germany and the rhine its population was a shifting one as new hordes of barbarians arrived from germany frisians westphalians and saxons they were not easily fused into the great frank family and thus the civilization of austrasia was much retarded neustria or roman france on the other hand extended from the borders of the northeastern province to the Atlantic Ocean, and towards the south as far as the river Loire. It was the policy of Clovis, and of his successors, to make the most of this portion of their French possessions, as their ultimate design was the occupation of the whole territory of ancient Gaul. Through the failure of other branches of the race, it happened more than once in its history that the king of one of these provinces became king also of the other. Thus Clovis Second and his son Dagobert I, the friends and patrons of St. Eloy, the goldsmith, held both provinces, and Burgundy, into the bargain. In Dagobert I the Merovingian race of kings is regarded as having reached its highest eminence. He was a good friend to religion, although it must be confessed his private life was, for a time at least, not strictly in accordance with his profession he also laid the foundation of a system of laws for his people from the period of his death six hundred thirty eight the decline of his race is usually believed to have begun the rapid decay of this line of kings has not escaped the remark of an eminent historian who observes that of the four sons of clois the first and again of clotaire the first Only one left issue. Most of the other kings died young men in years. They were a peculiar race. A king of the Franks was a father at fifteen, and an old man at thirty. Their sudden change from barbarism to the luxuries of comparative civilization brought in its train habits of indulgence, which proved fatal to strength and life, and at last extinguished the line altogether. In the feebleness of an effete race. Another element in the history of the Frank kings demands notice, both as explaining another cause of their decline, and as intimately connected with the story of Bathildis. We mean the office of the mayor of the palace, or major domo, a kind of lord chamberlain, at first introduced by the kings as an instrument for controlling the wealthy proprietors of land from whom the mayor of the palace was always taken in process of time however this officer found it more for his advantage to make common cause with the proprietors and to control the king thus he became at length the nominee not of the king but of the proprietors who elected their favorite in this way the family of pepin mayor of the palace in austrasia rose to power and finally superseded in name, as it had long done in fact, the royal line of Clovis on the death of Dagobert I austrasia fell to the share of his son Sigibert the while Nostria and Burgundy were allotted to his other son, Chlovis the then a minor, in whose name the regency was held by his mother, Nntechilde, and by Dege, mayor of the palace. The chief ornament of his court were St. Eloy and his friend St. Owen. Both of them were soon afterwards promoted to the mitre at Noyon and at Rouen. Dage dying, his office at the court of Neustria, was supplied by Erchinald, and at this point in the history of the Franks our story begins. In one of the frequent forays, for they merit no more dignified name, that took place between the franks and the inhabitants of that part of great britain lying next france a young english girl was taken prisoner carried into france and sold as a domestic slave to urchenald mayor of the palace under Clovis the second her name was baltechildis shortened into balthildis or bathildis her sweetness and goodness under misfortune quite as much as the cheerfulness of her beautiful countenance and the elegance of her figure recommended her to her master, who appointed her to the lighter duties of waiting as the cup-bearer at his table. She was as popular among her fellow slaves as she was with her master and his friends. There was no office of kindness too menial for her to perform, for the very least among them. The charm of her manners, we are told, was farther heightened by a delicate reserve, which forbade familiarity without diminishing their gracefulness. Within her face, humility and dignity were met in a most sweet embrace. Her master was fascinated by his beautiful slave, and at the death of his wife, Lanthildi, he offered his hand in marriage to Bathildis. It was found impossible, however, to overcome her reluctance. Young Clovis, equally attracted by the lovely English girl, was more fortunate. Bathildis accepted him and became his queen. She carried with her into her new life of honor the same goodness that had won all hearts to her in her former lowliness. She studied her husband's wishes in everything. The poor found her a liberal friend. To the clergy she showed the deference of an affectionate daughter she too like all of her blessed order was much devoted to prayer frequently mingling her tears with her supplications clovis seeing her piety gave her a valuable assistant and guide in his friend abbot genitius through whom she dispensed her bounty to the destitute and to convents and churches the good abbot rose to be bishop of lyons in the course of time her union with the king was blessed with three sons. The crown of Austrasia becoming vacant 656 by the death of Sigibert and the failure of his issue, Clovis succeeded to the possession of the entire kingdom of the Franks. He did not long survive this accumulation of honors, dying in November of the same year after a reign of eighteen years, yet still a young man end of chapter 1 of saint bathildis end of section 17